everyone, and welcome back to the show. Super excited to have you here with me and even more excited to have Monica Jazik with me today. Hi, Monica. Hi, thanks for having me. Super excited to have you on. So Monica is a wife and proud mother of four wonderful, yet very expensive children. After the completion of her master's in teaching and birth of her eldest son, Monica chose to stay at home with her growing family, sacrificing income of a full-time wage. To create monthly income to be able to immediately fund immediately fund and all future expenses for her children, Monica and her husband, Vaughn, chose real estate as an investment vehicle to build income and long-term wealth. They have created a successful real estate portfolio consisting of buy, rent, hold properties, allowing Monica to stay at home to raise her four children while assuring all of their immediate and future needs are met. Monica is the founder of RPI Education, the world's fastest growing real estate investment community aimed to educate and empower everyday people to invest like the top 2%. Monica is passionate about helping other people create wealth through real estate and alternative investments so that they can reach their financial and personal goals. To date, RPI Education has assisted thousands of investors across the globe with finding turnkey investment properties, growing their funds in alternative investments, and providing them with real estate education. Monica, you are a woman after my heart. Proud mother of four decides to get into real estate to fund her children's needs. Tell me a little bit more about that. What sparked that need and what sparked you actually just diving into real estate and not something else? Oh, wow. That's, that's a really good question. I did actually start with something else. Hmm. Um, what was that something else? <laughs> well, I tried to figure out how could I master money? That's, that's how the whole journey began because I wanted to stay home and I, but I also wanted to afford to do things. And so my husband was making good money but kids are expensive, like it says in the in the bio there. And um, I had to figure out like how we can make the most of what we currently have and also like really plan for the future. And I was doing things the traditional way for so many years and it really, really wasn't working. Uh, it came to the point where I realized that I was the financial plan, like me going to work full time is the financial plan. If we ever wanted to retire, if we ever wanted to help our kids go to school. And why does it take like two six-figure salaries for people to get by? Like be able to retire, be able to help your kids out, pay for their, their schooling. Like, and that just really peeved me. I did not like that at all. And I thought, you know what, there must be another way. And I read that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it just changed everything for me. So this is quite a while ago too, like over, I think it's been almost 12 years ago. And I'm wondering, like, it's funny that you asked me that why real estate over everything else, because I wonder if today, if we were to fast forward and it was crypto or Bitcoin yeah. or Forex or something, maybe that would have been the thing. I don't know, but it, it was the book. It was the rich dad book. It just, just really spoke to me and, and really taught me like, how to really challenge everything that traditional investments recommends. I love how you got in. And there's, I would say, oof, at least 80 to 90 
99% of my guests say that they read that book. They read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that was one of the things that jettisoned them into real estate. And that was a good point that you brought up in today's world. And that was only, I'm going to go with the word only 12 years ago. 12 years ago, we didn't have things like crypto readily available. We didn't have all these other things at our fingertips. So maybe you would have chosen differently, maybe not. But what makes real estate, to some of my newer investors, what made real estate the place for you to go? Why did you actually choose that? What was it about that book that told you real estate is this, where I need to be, and how has it helped you build into the life that you have today? Well, I firmly believe that real estate is the number one wealth builder. And even one property can change your entire um, financial landscape. And a lot of people think you have to have 100 properties to be a real estate investor, or you have to be a full-time real estate investor. You do not need to be a full-time real estate investor, but you need to have real estate in your portfolio because there is no other asset class like real estate. And the three things I love about it so, so much is one, leverage. It's the only asset class you could truly leverage. Two, it is the control factor of it. You can really, I'm not a risk taker in that regards. So I love the fact that I can control real estate. I can really pick a lot of things. I could pre-plan like we were stress testing before stress testing was a thing. And so I do feel I love, I have a lot of control and it's also tangible. You can feel it, touch it, taste it. The whole world goes into an apocalypse. Your property's still there. It exists. You can physically drive by it, which I think makes it so achievable to everyone that everyone can really understand real estate because everyone needs real estate. Even the cavemen lived in caves. It's not going anywhere. So I, I found a really simple transition to when you start investing in it, opposed to other kind of investments we were, we were kind of trying out before. These were the factors that really, really appealed to me and also the amount of income potential that you can make with a property. I don't see any other investment that's able to secure such high predictable returns. So I know people have their windfalls in stocks and crypto and Bitcoin, and I don't know much about any of that, um, those investments. And I, I'm always trying to learn more because I am a wealth builder. But Real estate really like because you can control and plan for it, you know, all of our our uh, investment investment properties really have a range between 25% to 48% ROI, total ROI, not cash on cash return. And we are able to create those returns over and over and over again in the worst possible conditions because we always factor in like the worst case scenario. And so although people think it's risky it really is your safest bet for investing. Comparatively, because if you, if you compare it to other assets, which are not tangible, say NFTs, crypto, even stocks. I mean, these are, they're not real estate. It comes back to just the, just the term itself. You can actually walk by your property. You can touch it. You can feel it. You can lay down on it. It is a tangible asset. So thank you for, thank you for jumping into that. 
please jump into a little bit more about your company. Um, I believe that was RPI. Tell us a little bit about what RPI means and then jump into your company. RPI means real property investments. <laughs> and that was the name of our company for so many years. Real property investments, helping real people build real wealth through real estate and alternative investments. This was our tagline because I really liked the real component in that play on words because I'm a real person and our mission is to help people know real estate's not reserved for the wealthy. It kind of has a, if I can do it, you can do it approach. We want real estate to be achievable to everyone. And a few months ago, we did a huge rebrand um, and switched to RPI education because I was on a podcast and it was a really different podcast where she was coaching me on her podcast, which was kind of neat. She asked me to come on as a guest, but then it was coached. And she asked me, how come there's no education in real property investments if that's what you do? Because we really do aim to educate and empower everyday people to invest like the top 2%. And she says, real property investments, and you have like a, a billion dollars in assets and blah, 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 turning over whatever. It sounds like you're a fund or you want people to invest with you. And I said, I get that all the time. And she said, you need to have education in it. So one of my keys to success really is when you hear genius, take it and run with it. And I just contacted our whole marketing team and we rebranded the next day because I realized I was trying, it was confusing convoluted message in our original website. And it was really almost because we do so much in investments and we are wealth builders and we help people transact in real estate. It's never with us. So I don't want to joint venture with you, really. I don't want to uh, partner with you. I don't have a property ready for you to buy, but I have teams of experts and turnkey teams across the globe to share with you and they will assist you. And our coaching is all about the people and what they're looking to do. We really find the best ways that people can invest by building what we call real estate models. So we figure out where, where is the best place in Canada, US, Australia, in, the, in Europe, like the UK, what's really working there? And we network with people and really get experts and create events and education. And I actually grow my money there. So we grow our money in all these different things that are working with our team. And then we share our team with others. So I think I might've been maybe like a lot of entrepreneurs are in, in the finance and investment world, sometimes you get caught up and you're trying to talk a different language. Maybe I was guilty of what I don't like what people do is talk over people's heads. We want to be the layman's terms company that really makes it achievable and accessible. And I guess by trying to be taken seriously, I made us sound like a big fund or corporation inadvertently when really we are just educators. So I turned it right away over to the whole education platform because that's really what we want to help people do. And it's not about selling courses either. I know a lot of educators, they have expensive coaching or they have courses. What we're really passionate about at RPI Education is a community. So the community is the supportive network that people receive ongoing support because a lot of educators give three-day course but then there's no follow-up. And we're very current in our community where we have that information on different platforms accessible to people daily. And they can 
assess their wealth and change as their wealth situation grows. I love it. And going forward, community is so important. I mean, just not even just going forward, just right now, community is so important. Developing that community and knowing that you have the basis to lean on that, that support that not only comes from your coaches, that will come from the community that you build around you. So let's, let's do a little bit of mindset coaching, because it sounds like you would be excellent at this. I am someone who has a full-time job. Say I'm a school teacher. Um, and I do have some money saved up and I've always wanted to get into real estate, but mm, I don't think it's right for me or I'm a little afraid. I'm a little risk adverse. My husband also has a nine to five job. We, we, you know, we live in a great home, great school district. We're fine. Um, but you know, that savings I have is basically like it, like I have savings that we can live on, but that savings, like if I were to use that and lose it, um, I wouldn't have anything else. What would you say to me? I love that. And these are the conversations I have every day. <laughs> That's a very good profile there. Well, we'd start off, we always start off with what people's goals are. What is it they want to achieve? Why are you investing in real estate in the first place? There's, it's so easy to get caught up in shiny penny syndrome and try to do what someone else is doing but you might not need to. You need to do your own thing. Just do you. Forget about everyone else and just do you. So we figure out what do you want to do this for in the first place? What is what are your savings goals? Is it retiring? Because if you're a teacher, depending where you are, you probably have a pretty good pension plan. And do you want to continue teaching? And does your husband want to continue with his job? So this is one thing too, because career change is often something people want to plan for. Do you have children and a family? How do you feel about funding their college tuition? Do you want to gift them properties? Do you want to build that estate planning and that wealth? We really always figure out what it is they want to do. And then we figure out what can they do? How much money are you making? How much money is your husband making? What did you write down on your taxes? How's your debt situation? Are you looking good financially? Have you ever spoken with a mortgage specialist? Would you be open to speaking to one to get a pre-approval? to really figure out what you can do. Because so many people want to do these great things and then they can't do them. So what's the point of wanting to do something where you can't do it? So either one or two things happen after those conversations is you know how what their buying power is or you know what they need to work towards to build the buying power. Too many people are like disillusioned with get rich quick and they want all the goodies. Sometimes your wealth building is about spending a good year learning how to how to get a mortgage, learning how to save money, learning how to do this sort of stuff. And then we'd also have a look at their house. When did you buy your house? How much uh, mortgage do you have on your house? Give them some tidbits on strategically leveraging. We don't want people to be house poor, but a lot of people have homes, one to $3 million that they bought 15 years ago for 200,000 and they have no mortgage. I'm not saying anyone should pull a million dollars out of your house, but it's pulling $200,000 in a, in a line of credit to have available that risky based on another $800,000 sort of sitting there. So we kind of look at that sort of stuff. And then from that, and based on what their, what their time and their energy and their goals are, we'd match them what they can do and give them some options and also look at their registered funds, such as their 401k, their IRA, if the husband has a group fund, because self-directing is also another amazing way 
that people can build wealth as well and they have underperforming assets in existing savings funds. So at the end of it, end of the call, people are really familiar with, you know, getting that mortgage approval, really figuring out what their goal is. And from what their goal is, we also match a strategy. A lot of people come and say, I want to be a house flipper, but I also want more time with my family. Okay. So you're working nine to five as a teacher. Now you're going to flip homes. Maybe you want to partner with another house flipper, or maybe you want to invest in a house flipping fund. Or maybe we want a more boring strategy. Or some people say, I want to be a house flipper so I can pay for my kids' education or I want to have long-term wealth for my kids. Well, flipping homes is a cash injection. It's the buy, rent, hold. So people don't know the terminology. So I feel like kind of like a real estate wealth matchmaker and introduce them to new and revolutionary concepts that are always changing as well, which is really, really exciting. And it doesn't mean they're any less intelligent that they don't know about it. It's just, this is not common knowledge for a lot of people. That was an excellent answer to my question. And I love what you said about being a real estate matchmaker. Folks, listeners, go back, like, I don't know, five minutes to when Monica first started jumping into this because she is giving you just basically all the information you need when you're talking to a wealth specialist, when you're talking to a coach, or even when you're talking to her. You want to make sure that these people who want to help you are actually listening to you. You heard Monica tell you about how she digs into your finances, what you need, what you want to do, and then those things that you can do and those things that you might not even know that you can do, like self-directing, like, you know what, if you want to be a house flipper, but you don't have the time, maybe house flipping is not for you right now. Listening and learning about people is first. Would you agree, Monica? Absolutely. It's always about the person. There's too many courses and too many clubs give cookie cutter solutions. And it really has to come back to each person and make sure it fits with their life. It doesn't fight with their life. It's all about digging in and understanding the person. Monica, this has been such an amazing discussion. Before I let you go, two things. What is one thing that you can give my audience that will help them on their journey, whether or not they're just starting or their season? What give them, sort of give them their next step? I would love to give them a free copy of our book, Real Estate Mistakes, Our Mistakes, Your Success. That would be amazing. I will leave that link in the show notes. You give me a link and I'll leave it there and they can apply to get your book. Absolutely. That would be fantastic. Thank you for that, Monica. So Monica, thank you so very much. I know you just gave us the link for your book, but how can people reach you if they want to talk directly to you? www.rpieducation.com and you can book a free 30-minute discovery call. Fantastic. Thank you so very much, Monica. And to everyone out there who is listening today, I am so grateful to you. You are amazing. Go and get it. And if you love what you heard today, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would mean the world to me. Aloha.